Hello and welcome to Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, the pub quiz practice show that hits you pow right in the quizzer. I'm Annie Flora. I'm David Flora. And we're here to teach you more about trivia than there are murders in dark academia. We're so- Certainly probably going to ask you more questions than there are Dark Academia books. So. <laughs> Just don't ask me any questions about Dark Academia. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Leave that up, please. I recently learned about it. There's a, a good book that came out recently called I Have Some Questions for You. And it mm. introduced me to what uh, Dark Academia genre is. It's basically like dark stuff at a school like oh. gothic architecture at an academy and there was murder someone got stabbed with a gargoyle or something yeah oh no the gargoyle fell on your head dark academia yeah. <laughs> it was the professor <laughs> we are on to game three of round two of our patron tournament we have amy and alex with us today hello welcome back how are you guys Hey, it's good to be back. We're going to let you reintroduce yourselves, let uh, listeners get reacquainted and uh, uh, tell us anything you want and your team name. Uh, We'll start with Alex. Uh, Hi, I'm Alex. I am in New Jersey, glorious, summery, Garden State, New Jersey. And what was my team name last time? Hit or miss, I think. That sounds right. Hit or miss. Awesome. Welcome back, Alex and Amy. What's going on? Good to see you. Hello. Hey, good to see you. Yes, I'm out here in finally sunny LA. I actually just last night uh, hosted my one year trivia anniversary. What? Whoa. Yay! Yes. My current venue uh, out here in Venice. I've been there for one year. So that was quite the celebration last night. Someone baked me a cake and brought me a bottle of champagne. That's awesome. (laughs) So yeah, that was really fun. So Clever Girl Trivia is going strong. I think Clever Girl was my team name last time, but can I I use a different one this time? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Heck yeah. Okay, because I just got um, back to LA from a visit home, so I'm feeling super nostalgic and, and homesick and all that. So I'm going to go with the KC kid. Aw, KC kid. kid. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Welcome back, Amy. So, Annie, how does our truncated format work for the tournament? It's the same as a regular episode except shorter. So we'll do round one, which will have four questions, followed by the bang bang, followed by round two which, with another four questions, followed by the big bang. Correct answers, 10 points. Bang, bang answers are two points each. And everybody can wager their stuff at the end. Round one, question one. The category is food and drink. What sauce was named after the Houses of Parliament? I've got, I mean, I've got nothing, but so I'm, I'm, I guess I'm done. I got one. I've got something to say. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, I've landed on a guess, I guess. All right, clever girl. Oh, no, the Casey kid. Uh, What are you thinking? (laughs) I mean, I first started trying to think of terms associated with the Houses of Parliament and was not getting anywhere. So then I was like, okay, English sauces and... The only one I can come up with is Worcestershire, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah, 
my brain took a surprisingly similar, you know, trip through notoriously good British cuisine and could come up with like if it wasn't going to be mm. a sauce I could only describe as brown, the only thing I had was Worcestershire. So that's what I went with there. All right, so we're both going with Worcestershire. I'd like to point out that uh, Alex said notoriously good British <laughs> cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a sarcasm sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is HP sauce. Oh, never even heard of that. No chance. Oh, man. The best selling brand of brown sauce in the UK. Brown sauce. With 73.8% mm. of the retail market in 2005. Mm a lot of the market. It's like their shittier version of A1. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially correct, yes. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't think it was possible (laughs) to get worse than A1. (laughs) HP's like, hold my beer? Yeah. (laughs) The Brits are like, hold my beer. Oh my Guinness. Hold my Guinness. (laughs) Hold my lukewarm brown (laughs) British ale. (laughs) (laughs) To go with my brown sauce. (laughs) Take that, Britain. Uh, yeah, we're just dunking <laughs> right and left on England. There. Oh my gosh! It's all we have left. Some of, some of our best friends yeah, <laughs> on this show. Yeah, sorry, Ant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Question two: The category is history. After which king of England was the first permanent English settlement in North America named? All right, that one I actually think I have. Is this a whole British theme? Should I just go go blind on file? Yeah, just thought that. Um, yeah, no, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> we're just starting <laughs> out hot. <laughs> <laughs> and by hot, I mean British. <laughs> Those hot Brits. I mean Beckham. That's all you gotta say. That's true. <laughs> I'm all set. Okay, so Alex, what are you thinking? I went with uh, James the first. All right, and clever girl. No, it's such a habit. It's such a habit. Casey Kidd. You can call me both. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I also went with James the First, a la Jamestown. And the correct answer, a la Jamestown, is James the First. All right. Hurrah. Question three. The category is theater. Which Arthur Miller play features the character Abigail Williams. Mm. I'm, I'm good. You're all set. Casey Kidd, what are you thinking? Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm thinking, I just wrote down Arthur Miller and Abigail Williams. And now <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm trying to, oh, okay. It just came to me. I was trying to remember the last name in Death of a Salesman. And I think it was Loman. So that doesn't help, but I'm not sure. This incredibly embarrassed theater major can name another Arthur Miller play at the moment. How embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Abigail Williams. Maybe she was like, I also feel like maybe I should confess now that I've never actually seen Death of a Salesman in any form. So that's maybe they're going to revoke my degree now, but I'm just going to have to. (laughs) That is how it works. No refunds. <laughs> that that helpful, uh, helpful theater degree. <laughs> sorry, Columbia College. Oh man. Hey now. We're not knocking people with theater degrees. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, no, I think <laughs> everyone. Mine's over there. I think everyone right now has oh, a theater wow. degree, right? Yeah. All four of us. So, um, so <laughs> I'm just going to end my torture, my self-inflicted torture right now and just go with Death of a Salesman. All right, going with Death of a Salesman. And Alex? I think James the first kind of put me in at least the right century because I thought it was The Crucible. And the correct answer is The Crucible. Oh, no. Samuel <laughs> had a full spit take right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was very close. <laughs> ah. The theater degree did come in handy. Your reaction was perfect. The Crucible. I saw Lizzie Proctor speaking with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm going to blame this on, you know, not sleeping well. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and Abigail Williams is a real historical person. Uh, I guess during the Salem Witch Trials, she was like 11 years old because the character in The Crucible is like 16, 17, because I think there's a sexual element between her and that the lead guy, Proc- Proctor. Mm. <laughs> so anyway also a real person but she wasn't the the main character right that was prin hester prin i think abigail was that, that, um, the scarlet letter like, hester prin Scar- oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> i just picture them and i assume that they're all named hester or abigail <laughs> and they are <laughs> question four the category is literature say cheese and die Welcome to Camp Nightmare and Piano Lessons Can Be Murder are all books by which author? Ready to go. <laughs> all right, Alex. <laughs> oh, well, they sound fabulous and I should definitely uh, try them. I feel like we've gone into dark academia here, but uh, perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> I No, I don't have anything, so I'm going to go with... Um, they sound vaguely like they're, they're YA titles, but I could just be projecting that onto them. So I'm going with uh, Rick Reardon. Rick Reardon. And uh, Casey Kidd, what are you thinking? I collected one through 30 of the Goosebumps books as a child, so that would be R.L. Stein. And the correct answer is R.L. Stein. And those are, so you were right with young adult, because yeah, mm-hmm. Goosebumps is definitely young adult. There does seem to be some kind of theme to these questions, Annie. Apparently, I just love me my murder. <laughs> English murder. How many murder. British detective shows have you been watching? I mean... Oh, don't ask her that. Oh, my gosh. Just today. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's narrow it down. <laughs> Father Brown's back, Endeavor's back. Oh, good times. <laughs> David, at the end of round one, what are our scores? Well... This is the whole reason the insurance company rejected us multiple times. The barn's completely on fire. Casey Kid has 20. Hit or miss has 20. Ooh. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> That's the barn falling down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings us to the bang bang round. We're going to send Amy away to the soundproof uh, muscle beach. All right, for this game's uh, bang bang round, the category is geography and society. So you will have 30 seconds to give as many answers as you can to the following. What are the top nine countries with the largest populations? Your time starts now. 
India, China, United States, uh, Thailand, um, uh, Egypt, um, uh, Russia, um, uh, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina, um, uh, let's see, uh, South Africa, uh, Nigeria, um, Italy, France, Germany. And that's time. Uh, we will put our um, uh, bathing suits on and go collect Amy. Welcome back, Amy, from the soundproof Muscle Beach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the category for this bang bang round is going to be geography and society. Ooh. You will have 30 seconds to give as many answers as you can to the following. What are the top nine countries with the largest populations? Your time starts now. China, India, Russia, the U.S., Canada, Mexico, Indonesia, um, Philippines, um, uh, 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 uh. Said Russia and China, um, uh, Germany, um, um, the UK, France, uh, Australia. Um, uh, 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 and that's time. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> a weirdly hard question. Hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. We named a lot of the same country. Yeah, it, it is because half of it is like, oh, yeah, and half of it's like, what? And <laughs> mm. the nine top countries by population are China, India, United States, Indonesia, Pakistan, Brazil, Nigeria, Bangladesh, and Russia. Bangladesh, wow. Very dense, I guess, in Bangladesh. Yeah. Mm. Big. Spillover from India, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Pakistan. After the bang bang round, Alex got six of those correct, uh, bringing her score up to 32. Amy got five of those correct, bringing her score up to 30. Nice. Still very close. All right. Moving on to round two, question five. The category is film. What fictional mineral was Giovanni Ribisi's character searching for on the moon of Pandora in Avatar? I guess I've got what I'm going to get, so. <laughs> All right, hit or miss has an answer there. Uh, Casey Kidd, you can think out loud. Oh, no. I'm now regretting that weird sense of pride I get from being like the only person on the planet that hasn't seen Avatar. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh my goodness, but I know I've heard it. I've probably read it somewhere in an article or something. Oh my goodness. I feel like it has a really silly name like, you know, everythingium or something. Oh my god. Oh no. Of course my brain goes, hmm, vibranium, vibranium. No, of course not. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go with, I don't know, wondrium sounds nice. Let's go with that. Going with Wondrium. Hit or miss, what did you think? I invented a mineral I call pan quartz. Ooh. Pan quartz. 
Amy, your your gut instinct was leading you in the right direction. The correct answer is unobtainium. I knew, yeah. Something silly like that, yeah. <laughs> it was it was a weird eum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Question six: The category is music. What is the name of the band whose music video featuring the members doing a choreographed dance on treadmills has been viewed more than sixty million times on YouTube? Ready. All right, Casey Kid is all set there. Alex, you can think out loud. I know the video. I see it in my brain now. And it's one of the bands with the funny names, which of course narrows it down. Unobtainium. <laughs> I love their songs. Everythingium, their biggest hit. Yeah. <laughs> Wondrium on the album Wondrium. And they also had one weird one which was like paint and post-its too. Like I I, I know their videos vaguely. I don't think it's LMFA. I I want to say my, I'm going with what what, my, what popped in my head first was. Just, Okay, go. But I'm not even sure if that's the name of the band. So, is that what you're going to go with? Okay, go. You're going to okay go with okay go. All right, Casey Kid, what'd you come up with? Ah, uh, gosh, I was really hoping she wasn't going to get there. Yeah, it's okay go. It is indeed okay go. Bonus points for knowing it's Michelle Gondry directing that video. Oh wow, oh. that's impressive. I was. Isn't there? Like a Radiohead album, OK Computer. Yeah. Because I kept getting mixed up with that one. Like in my brain, they were all connected and they're nothing alike. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they put out some uh, pretty great videos for their songs. When I was fact checking this, I put the video on and I didn't have the sound on. And it's really funny to watch without any music. (laughs) I would love to get one of those videos where they take the sound out, but they add in their own like... (laughs) Now, will you have accepted as an alternative answer Jamiroquai? Because wasn't there a treadmill in that one too? Oh, we'd have to check to see if he was viewed 60 million times or not. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Question seven, the category is games and hobbies. What 90s mystery sleepover game has players calling different cute boys to find out who has a crush on them? I'll give you a hint. This is a board game. I think I've got my guess instead. Yes, but nothing else is coming. All right. Alex has something. Uh, Amy, you can think out loud. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I follow that I am 30 AF account on Instagram and they have not posted about this one so that's (laughs) just making me upset now because they recently made a post with don't wake daddy in it Mm. and that unlocked a childhood memory that now won't leave my head (laughs) I don't think it's don't wake daddy (laughs) shoot Uh, I feel like I can picture it too like it's ad like right there coming on right after the one of mall madness or something (laughs) Oh my god. I'm I'm just gonna have to go with phone your crush. That's what I'm gonna call it. Phone your <laughs> crush. And Alex, what did you think? I was trying to think of something like cute and alliterative and I couldn't come up with anything there. And then I thought, you know, maybe it's something like super basic. So I went with just, you know, stealing it from Bye Bye Birdie. The telephone game. Mm. The telephone game. I think you're both in the right place there. It's uh, actually called Dream Phone. Sounds vaguely familiar. Dream Phone. I feel like they could have gotten a little bit more creative with that. 
personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But did the game, do you know, did the game have like a big plastic phone? Yeah, it came with like a big yeah. pink phone. And then you'd mm. use the phone to call up boys and the boys would be like, I'm not wearing a hat. And then, so then you know that your crush doesn't have a hat. It's basically guess who, but with, with a, a pink phone. <laughs> and then it's guess who with a phone. Okay, it's, guess, it's a spinoff on guess who, okay. And you have to guess like who your crush is before your friends figure out who their crush is. Otherwise, none of you get to go to prom. <laughs> the stakes are high. Uh, what is it when they when they finally guess? He's like, "You're right. I do have a crush on you." Or yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and there's all these like pictures of like hot guys, but like you know, like oh wow, nine hundred two one zero guys type oh, is of it? stuff. Yeah, right? like that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Question eight category is science. What is the volcanic rock that floats and has a foamy appearance? I, I think I'm ready. Casey Kidd has an answer. Alex, you can think out loud. I'm trying to get my head out of magma because that's like the actual lava. That's not the rock. And then like trying to think of rock names and I'm ending up with like Greek column names. Like it's not Doric, it's not Ionic, not Corinthian. I'm sure <laughs> 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 oh, oh, okay. So, wait, sedimentary. It's not sedimentary. There's, it, there's igneous, and then there's one I'm forgetting, which is probably the correct one. But. Going with igneous. Casey Kidd, what did you think? I am almost certain it's pumice. Almost certain it's pumice. Let's crank that up to certain because the correct answer is pumice. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, it looks kind of like a sponge, and it floats, but not forever. Like, if it was on water forever, it actually does soak up the water like a sponge, and then it eventually does sink. Like a a sponge. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one that you use to, like, shave. shave. Exfoliate. Yeah, thank you. I was trying to think of a way that didn't sound gross. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for saving me. Alex, will you host the show from now? <laughs> <laughs> you could probably shave with it if you just kept at it long enough and well, mind about that top layer of skin. <laughs> what is exfoliating if not shaving the skin? <laughs> there you go. See, I, I, let's stop. Uh, <laughs> Annie, after the regular rounds, what are our scores? Casey Kid has 50 and Hit or Miss has 42. Whoa. Oh, that barn. <laughs> what barn? <laughs> it's no longer there. And that brings us to the Big Bang Round. The category for this week's Big Bang Round is theater. Uh oh. You did this to us on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> So we will now be getting the wagers from both players. The wagers are in. Question one. Steve Martin's first regular starring role in a television series was in which comedy? Question two. Which 1994 animated film is the best-selling VHS of all time, with more than 55 million copies sold to date? Question three. Mel Brooks has won three Tony Awards, all for which musical? 
And your Big Bang question, again, the category is theater. Which famous actor of stage and screen changed his first name to that of a character in Guys and Dolls, which is the same character that he played on Broadway and earned him his first Tony Award? I think I'm good. Okay. All righty. We'll go back over the answers. Question one. Steve Martin's first regular starring role in a television series was in which mysterious comedy drama? Casey Kidd, what did you think? I really had no good guess on this one. And just when I went back after what I thought was the connection, I put Kings of Comedy. Kings of Comedy. And Alex? I... When we got into like dark and other stuff, I, I, the only thing that could come to mind was Old Me Murders in the Building, which isn't really technically TV anyway, but I went with that. I think it's technically TV. The correct uh, ca- answer. Ca- cable TV? Okay. <laughs> yeah. The correct answer Same is TV? Only Murders in the Building. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gosh, I just did not even think about it being this late in his career. I was like, oh, this must be an early thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Question two, which 1994 animated film is the best-selling VHS of all time? Alex, what'd you think? This one, I had something else marked, and then when I figured out the final answer, I realized it had to be The Lion King. And Amy. I kind of knew it was The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just... I had, you know what? I had Beauty and the Beast. Mm. I was in Disney, uh... but I was in the wrong Disney. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just remember 94, The Lion King, because I was 10 years old when that movie came out, and I was just like, I mean, everyone I knew had that VHS tape so. <laughs> <laughs> soundtrack. Yeah. Correct answer is Lion King. Question three. Mel Brooks has won three Tony Awards for which musical? Amy, what do you think? I thought it was the producers. And then when I thought along the previous answers, I was like, oh, yeah, it's probably the producers. (laughs) And Alex? It's definitely the producers. And the correct answer is the producers. No Tonys for young Frankenstein. Aw. (laughs) And finally, which famous actor of stage and screen changed his first name to that of a character in Guys and Dolls, same as the character he played on Broadway that earned him a Tony Award? Amy, what'd you think? How'd you get there? Well, I didn't know the answer right off the bat. So when I looked back over the answers to the, and I didn't have the Steve Martin one, but The Lion King and the producers both have Nathan Lane in them. And then as soon as my brain said Nathan Lane, I was like, yes, there's a character in Guys and Dolls called Nathan Detroit. So I was like, that must be it. Going with Nathan Lane. Alex, who did you think? Yeah, well, after I flew two and three, I knew that the final answer was either going to be Matthew Broderick or or Nathan Lane, who are both in both of those things. And I knew that Nathan Lane had changed his name even before he played Nathan Detroit. In a production that I saw, which was my first Broadway show Whoa. in 1992. Huh. Uh, so, yes, Nathan Lane changed his name. With roles in Only Murders, Lion King, and the producers, it is, in fact, Nathan Lane. Nice job. We can keep our theater degrees then? Yeah, we've redeemed. Yeah. <laughs> redeemed. <laughs> redeemed. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you can keep it on the wall. Your school won't come knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annie, it's all going to come down to wagers. What do we have? Amy wagered 35 points for a total of 85 and Alex wagered 42 points for a total of 84 so our winner Ooh. is Casey King thank you eked out a point oh, what a game <laughs> <laughs> great game to both of you we apparently share, share portions of a brain, in fact, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Nice job, Alex. Would you like to leave our listeners with any uh, sage advice or just some words? Support your local theater troops. Go buy tickets to something at a local community or regional theater. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, wonderful sentiment, because uh, we're going to be benefiting from that here in September when we put on a production of Twelfth Night. Yeah, we've, we've started up our own theater troupe. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So who's playing Sir Andrew Aguchik? It's our friend Jimmy. He's hilarious and he's going to be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to be playing Sir Toby. So Sir Toby, he, he and I will be uh, in, in every scene together, I guess. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, uh, you will be moving on to uh, the next round. What would you like to leave our listeners with in between? I would like everyone to know that my new favorite rock is pumice. Um, and, and your new favorite uh, subgenre of literature. <laughs> yeah. Dark academia. Um, and I'm going to go out and rebuy all of the R.L. Stein Goosebumps books that I had in the past. Um, no, let's see. Uh, local theater. Heck yeah. I'm going to see a, a friend's play at the L.A. Fringe Fest just tomorrow night. So That's awesome. everyone do that. Uh, anywhere you are you don't have to come to LA for El- for the French Fest and if you are in the LA area come to the Venice West on Tuesday nights and I will be hosting trivia there for the foreseeable future that's awesome Huzzah. congratulations on your one year anniversary yeah. thank you Annie what do we have going on we're on social media. We're on Facebook at Quizbang Podcast, Instagram, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Twitter at Quizbang Pod. Our website is quizbangpod.com where you can leave listener questions, which we love. And you can support us at patreon.com slash quizbang so that you could compete in a tournament. Uh, or on coffee at ko-fi.com slash quizbangpod. Or we are also on Mastodon at qqbb at trivia.town. That's where you can find us. Uh, So for Amy and Alex, I've been David Flora. I've been Annie Flora. Here's Here's looking looking at you, quiz. quiz.